You're tuned in to the biggest balls of them all. That's right. Playing with Balls podcast. We got sports and comedy for that ass. With Shannon Lee and Rachel Cobb, check. You about to go downtown, bitch, on the only podcast that sports platinum and brunette chicks. That's right. Playing with Balls podcast, you dig? Welcome to the Playing with Balls podcast, episode number 10. I am one of your hosts, Shannon Lee, and I'm in a silly mood tonight. No, I think it's episode 11. No, it's 10. 100% 100% positive it's 10. Oh, we just have 10 bit clips up there or something. That's Rachel. Hi, I'm Rachel. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm 100% positive. It's This is number 10. No, I think it's 11. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's... On- I don't know what you're even talking about. We don't have... Yeah, last episode was episode 10. Are you looking at it right now? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You're right. Well, okay. Let's start over. No, we can keep going. Who cares? All right, well, we'll keep going. Welcome to episode 10 slash 11. It's episode 11. I'm sorry. I'm... <laughs> We're, we've had a long couple of days. <laughs> um, sometimes the beauty of our duo ship is that even a fucking word is like when yeah. we're tired and like half asleep but also um we're brain dead too so um rachel's parents were in town so i think she's coming off of if i can speak for you mm-hmm. the, uh ha- you know being on for your parents i was on for your parents last night you were you were a great friend we went to actually a really great dinner with oh our my other God, friend that jordan place was so good yeah we went to this new restaurant mar vista yeah it, the food was phenomenal it was Tremendous. I had like pork osobuco. What did you have? I had, oh my God, it's in my fridge. (gasps) I forgot. It's still there. I have leftovers. Oh my God. Do you ever do that where you forget you have leftovers and then you remember? That's a great moment. Oh, it's a short rib pasta and it was some... It was fucking bomb. Yeah. I totally forgot it's in my fridge. I thought you brought that. Because when you said you were making risotto for dinner oh. tonight, because Rachel me- heated me up dinner yeah. um, while I took a nap on the couch, and I saw something in my fridge, and I'm like, ooh, that looks good. That's mine. That's yours. And I also, because I'm such a, we, we always joke that I'm your husband. Yeah. And I, we were at the restaurant, and I saw you had leftover, and they were like trying to clear the plates, and we were all in a conversation, and I was like, wrap that up. And so that's why you have leftovers. Oh my god, that's You're so husbandy of you. I, I didn't even know. I just it came to me in a <laughs> to go container, and I was just like, you know, I Ta-da. just I just paid my yeah. I just thought it was just because Marvista is so great, magic food, and then we had some kind of crab dip. Oh, I don't know why we're talking so about good. food, but you know what? It was we really good. Ate. It was a great dinner. We had a great time. I, my parents had fun. We had dinner. I had dinners all lined up with them the whole time. I met uh, Rachel's parents for the first time. What, what's your initial thought? You know, I love your parents. We had so much fun. Mm-hmm. We had like a th- an over a three hour dinner. It was like three hours yeah. and 15 minutes. I have Rachel's dad is like super cute. Like, <laughs> you know, he's older, but like he's you can like he's got a really nice smile and he's very like genuine and like a bit unfiltered, but like, mm-hmm. like just like very like genuine like responses and he was so cute because um when rachel and her family went when you guys went to africa um i hadn't really debriefed with you on the trip yet and everybody that knows me knows like africa is like my like do or die trip like this is a trip it's like a bucket list thing so i was super jealous of the trip and he was like super cute and like showing us all the pictures yeah i loved the story about your brother and the baboons (laughs) And just that'll for the be record, my baller story. I'll share it later. Yeah, yeah, because I know what I'm going to say to him the first time I meet him. And your mom, you are very much like your mom. I know. And your mom's super sweet. And I could, I was really happy because I could just tell she was like really excited to meet me mm-hmm. because she, like, when I first met her, like I had never met her before what am I saying and she like gave me a big hug and was like I see you on all the playing with balls things with my daughter and like it's so great to finally like meet you in person like she seemed like (laughs) genuinely like excited to like meet someone that's like close in your life you know it just it seemed like it meant a lot to your parents that we like had that dinner and we it was great it did it did it does mean a lot it goes a long way for them they they like that just knowing you know I'm out here I moved here all alone I didn't have anybody really here in LA when I first moved here so to know that I've made really good friends and and whatnot makes them really happy but the funniest 
moment I think from my time with my parents we were we just went shopping on this famous street here in Venice called Abbot Kinney it's just a bunch of boutiques and restaurants and we were walking up and down and we went into this eyeglass store and I was trying on glasses oh, hey, yeah, you told me about so this. I don't wear glasses and, and I put them on and my dad was like you should never wear glasses <laughs> he's like some people just don't look good in glasses and I think you're one of those people <laughs> he's like if you ever need them you need to wear contacts and I was like oh my god this is the moment when you realize your parents are actually getting older and way more unfiltered and they're literally telling you that you look ugly in glasses this is like, kind of why I love your dad though <laughs> and why hysterical. I say he's unfiltered because like he wasn't saying it to be a dick he no. just like didn't filter the yeah. message or consider the fact that he just like processed it in his brain and then it just came out. Yeah. He was like, I've just never seen you in glasses before. And I mean, you just don't look very good at that. Well, and that's very much my, <laughs> that's very much my impression of him from meeting him. Like he's like that kind of guy, but yeah. like he's got a good heart, you know, I think yes. my favorite part from dinner last night, I like loved when talking about like, you know, having them meet people who are close in your life and all that sort of thing. When we told the story of when I punched you yeah. in the face <laughs> and because I totally always forget that that ever happened because I don't remember it happen happening in the first place. Right. Because you were asleep. Yeah. I, th I don't know if we've talked about it. I don't here. think we have. No, I was when I was living with Shannon, I came home late from a work trip. Here's the condensed version. She was in bed asleep already. I came home really late, climb into bed. We both are asleep in the middle of the night. Somehow we both are awake. We're facing each other in the bed. And Shannon thinks I'm an intruder probably in her asleep brain and left hooks me in the fucking <laughs> eye like no warning. And I didn't do anything except go like, I think I should probably roll over <laughs> and not like let wake Shannon up so mm. she doesn't hit you in the face again, Rachel. Yeah. No, just fucking roll over and go back to bed. What I loved about that story was that because <laughs> I totally wasn't awake when this happened. Cause I, <laughs> I like sort of remember like when you told me about it the next day, I sort of remember like my fist like touching your face, <laughs> but I don't remember it like as a punch, but I'm glad to know that like my response when I'm, like not even awake is like fight mode like fight. people are fight or flight I'm clearly like punching people in my sleep so yeah um, no, that's hysterical and I think your so parents funny. were just like um, cool sounds like you guys had fun <laughs> <laughs> I'm like yeah whoops I punched your daughter in the face <laughs> yeah that was probably the most like uh, kosher story we could tell them so yeah. you know leave the rest for yeah. them to tune into playing with balls and oh geez I'm sure they probably do oh boy jeez. Well, well, Marty and John thanks for the great time Marty and John <laughs> yeah we had a good time but before we went to dinner you and I took a field trip and we're totally out of our comfort zone. And <laughs> we took the train, like the I've subway never even taken train the train here. before. I had taken it before, not the Santa Monica line, but it was a whole new adventure for us. And we took it to downtown L.A. where the NHL All-Star Game was all weekend. Yeah. And my my favorite part, too, was like when we got off the train and we were walking and you were like, I feel really weird right now. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I feel really weird, too. And I think it's because... We just took a train, which we never do, mm -hmm. and we're about to go interview people uh, at the NHL All-Star Game, and I think that's just called being out of your comfort zone, and we're yeah. having a very visceral response <laughs> we to like being really outside of our comfort zone, and we're like, whoa, this is so weird. Yeah. We're never downtown. Like, I don't go downtown a lot. Mm -mm. I love LA Live. There's so many cool things to do there, but it's just real really hard to get there yeah i mean except now i know how to take the train and it was like fucking five bucks yeah round trip and no traffic we didn't have to sit in traffic no and it was maybe 40 minutes i think yeah but it was really fun i mean i definitely i definitely it was a newer experience for me because i you know like my background isn't like street interviews kind of a thing so okay no actually yeah, that street, that guys. wasn't my favorite part when we both were like having a very um 
like childlike response to being out of your comfort zone. My favorite part was when, okay, so so I'm feeling really weird, and I'm like, do you want to do the first interview? And you're like, okay, I guess. And then so Rachel gets the camera, you get the camera out, and then the microphone out, and then you spotted these like four guys with like lanyards on that looked like they like knew what they were doing, mm-hmm. and like we just like inched closer to them, but like neither one of us took the lead to be like, hey, can we interview you? So we just basically fucking walk up to these guys <laughs> with like a whole like all this equipment and we like look at them and we like look away and then we like awkwardly like inch away and they're probably just like what the fuck are these girls doing and then Rachel you were like um you know what they probably work here so let's like not interview them and then we yeah. just awkwardly walked away yeah so our first like try at an at like a candid interview was us like being total fucking dorks like walking up to like a group of guys and just like not making eye contact and being like do 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 yeah like like and then like me mumbling something like i think they i think they work here they're doing the media we can't let's walk over there that's why yeah freaked out like wackos but otherwise it was super fun because like yeah but then we started accosting people and had no problem yeah i mean i kind of had some problems but that's only because I mean, I don't really know why. I don't think it's because, like, I'm not, like, a hosty host like you. Like, but I just got rejected a lot. Like, I just got, I even got rejected by, like, every time I would ask somebody to, to, if I could interview them, they were like, no. And yeah, just like weird, being weird. And I felt like people were like, when you, when it was your turn, because you and I were switching off with interviews and filming, I felt like when it was, you had the mic people like those group of guys for example Mm -hmm. they like ran up to you when i had the mic people like ran away from me (laughs) it was a very different response and i even had one fucking creepy guy who i asked to interview him because he just kept like circling us and being creepy and staring at us and he was like no well then I, he said something really weird like mm-hmm. I, he's like I was like can I interview you he's like wearing a USC hat he and said something like I think then I'll be found out or something and then he continued the to stare mean? at me awkwardly and, yeah. and creepy creepily and like circle me and he wouldn't even let me interview him and I'm like no. man this is like not my day but it, we ended up getting like a lot of really good um interviews I mean obviously we both love hockey you love hockey yeah uh, I, I mean, I love hockey, fans. but I think like, you know, of uh, well, we have sports that are like are in our top, you know, like who's what's your first sport? Like for me, my first sport's always been football. I, yeah. I want to say yours is probably hockey. Yeah, mine's hockey. Then maybe football. See, I've always loved the Flyers ever since I was a little kid, mm-hmm. but it's not my number one. But it was still great to go. And I met some Flyer fans. So that was kind of cool. They were wearing Giroux um, jerseys. And we got to talk a little bit about like how we were surprised that the Flyers made it to the playoffs last year because they weren't mm-hmm. expected to. Um, and then my, my dude, Wayne Simmons, I took a picture with mm-hmm. him. Well, not really him, him with on a his puck. hockey puck. <laughs> yeah, we were just pucking around. Um, he was an MVP in yesterday's All-Star game. So yeah. it's always neat to see a Flyer as an MVP, you know? That's, yeah, that's I was kind of surprising, actually. I mean, th- not in a bad way. I don't mean it like in a, as a dig. I just mean like, the Hawks had four players on the team and we got crushed in the yeah. all-star game in the th- in the tournament, which was like a little embarrassing, but you know, whatever, it's okay. We're still really great, but that was fun. And I got to interview some Hawks players and not players. I mean, uh, fans. Thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> what day? Where am I? Shannon? I what know. am I talking about? It's Monday. We're tired. Oh so, yeah. well, I just, you know, we were just editing the video and everything, which is up online. So hopefully you guys, after you listen to this, you'll go watch yeah. the full video it's to funny. see all it's this. It's cute. I like it. And I think my favorite moment mm-hmm. was, well, I have two. One was when we're standing there with the camera and this guy walks by and he's yells at me and he's like, aren't you on TV? And I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. And, he's like, and he goes, what channel are you on? And you're like, you know, like the CW, but like not anymore. Yeah. You know, like mumbled some nonsense. But I was excited because he was talking to us when I had the microphone. <laughs> so I was like, here's an interview. So I got all excited to interview somebody that recognized Rachel. Right. Um, sorry, I just hijacked your story. Yeah, no. And then he's like, 
wait your name's Rachel and I was that like was so cool yeah and he's like I know you from Periscope because I used to do like a daily Periscope video talking about news and then people were really creepy and disgusting and would just say like show me your tits and stuff and so I stopped doing it well, but Periscope people are weird yeah but he was really nice and like that was hysterical to me and then the second part that I but loved, Rachel that's the first thing that happens when you're famous people I, yeah, like people come up to you and like recognize you from from periscope shannon (laughs) that's like that's like below f-list famous come on it's like part of the reason why you were doing it so i'm I'm just trying to keep things positive but no it was it was cool it was bizarre before you get to your number two i want to add on that i was so excited that that guy was talking to us when i had the microphone (laughs) because i'm like this is going to be an easy interview because like i get like a little nervous and i get like weird and i was like oh my god like you saw rachel on periscope and i'm like so like you know you did you you know go to the all-star game he goes oh no i'm not even here for hockey i'm just walking by yeah so i fucking interviewed a guy that wasn't even there for hockey he was just a guy that walked by that like knew rachel but either way i was still happy that i I still interviewed him he's on our clip yeah tomorrow yeah yeah and then my second favorite part was because i was a little nervous going into like we said like we were both like "Eh, we feel a little weird and i was like i just don't know what's security gonna be like are we gonna get kicked out like that was fun can we like record here we've just got this like little camera but like I was really nervous that that was going to be an issue but we ended up getting like almost all of our interviews and then all of a sudden out of nowhere three security guards Mm -hmm. in red come marching towards they were so nice though the nicest security guards encounter I have ever I had almost wanted in to my interview life. them I know because it was a fun conversation they were like well first of all the one I feel like the one guy was hitting on us because he yeah. was like you he, both have the most beautiful eyes yeah I've ever seen and he had the most beautiful he had eyes. eyes but he but they were like so nice and so cool they were like you know we don't care if you're here but you have to have a permit yeah. and like we're like well we're not on TV what one per, <laughs> one person Rachel called Rachel out and she was like whatever we're just we just have a blog we don't even have a blog <laughs> I know but <laughs> that sounded like less aggressive you know for some reason I wasn't uh, concerned about it I didn't think it was going to be I could see because we were p- technically probably standing on their property right um, but we were on but the LA lo- uh, the, on the Staples Center otherwise property. I didn't really think it was an issue because I mean people nowadays are doing shit with their phone like yeah you know I mean we're like not representing a network you know no. we're representing playing with balls and oh, well, we did get then, some new fans and we got some yeah. new people that wanted to sponsor us we got some new people that mm-hmm we can interview so overall it was like a really productive day yeah hopefully one of the guys we met and interviewed is going to hook us up with a really great hockey interview like in the near future but the security guards were so nice they were even like you know you can just go across the street and then you're fine there they were like so nice it's i've never had a nicer experience and then you were like making jokes and made them feel good you were like joking about their glasses or something and you were i don't know it was great it was great i've never had a better experience with security (laughs) well i think i get i'm like good and i'm good in those situations when like it's like um, anti-authority or like trying mm-hmm. to like weasel our way into something. Like I feel like something in my brain happens, which is a really good quality to have, I think. Yeah. Which is just like um, I turn on like I just like get really, you know, that's just like when my intro or my uh, interpersonal skills like come out, you know, because it's like I wanted them to like let us continue to do stuff you know we're standing by the vip door so i'm like you know but but it was a it was a yeah it was fun they were really nice and i felt like it didn't make us we're at that point we'd already had most of our interviews to your point you know um oh but like the other cool thing about the even though the hawks uh players and you know our division we didn't win but the metropolitan division won and they are now their team of 11 is now a million dollars richer for winning i didn't realize there was that much money on the game like on the players winning like there's some stake in it like they they don't play a lot of defense because they don't want to get hurt you know so it's like more you know they just don't play nearly as aggressive they don't have all the fun fights in hockey like not in the all-star game no because they can't afford to like get hurt or get you know, this is like a really crucial time for the NHL because there's a trade deadline coming up in March. And, yeah. you know, this is like the mid, obviously the midway point where you've got to really step it up or if you're going to hope to make it to the playoffs. So you don't want to fuck yourself and get injured at the, st- the stupid yeah. NHL. Also, But I game. do think it's really important for players when they get invited. It's an honor. And I get 
Mm -hmm. It makes me mad in any sport when I hear if anyone like turns down that honor. Like even I know the like with the Steph Curry thing, and that this is a little bit of a, a you know, a, a tangent. But like when he was saying he didn't want to go play in the Olympics, oh, even though right. it, it. But it's like but that's because they were your, afraid of the Zika virus. Yeah, but that's like an uh, and it's a little bit different. But it's it's, it's <clears> an <throat> honor because you're that well celebrated in the sport that if you get asked to do this like I was super proud that my flyer got MVP like yeah. and that goes and that means something if you ever get traded or just yeah. for the rest of your career like my favorite football player I always think it's a, like a really celebrated fact that he is a five-time pro bowler mm-hmm. Brian Dawkins right. and so I think like being in the pro bowl being on in the all-star game like that's a really cool honor to be the best of the best and you were telling me yesterday, but I kind of forget hmm. how they choose the players. So s- some of it's based, some of it, they're voted in the players. And then some of it's based on how many goals they have so far in the season and like the point system. It's a little convoluted how they choose them. But at least I, I have to say, if we're going to compare like Pro Bowls or Pro yeah. ga- All-Star games, at least the hockey is it's like super fun and i i would dare to say it's com, you know comparable to the nba all-star game where the nba does like a whole day before they do the fun skills the f- stuff the best dunk and like the tournaments oh, and the that. celebrity that's my stuff favorite. that's kind of like n1 shit right there yeah, like that's, just all the tricks and everything that's the more exciting yeah. part the game no one really cares about the actual game just like in hockey so the day before they do all the skills and they do like hardest hit and like best puck uh, stick skills and all that and that is actually really cool because in hockey that kind of stuff really matters yeah and it really affects how you play the game and how good a player is you get to see them just show off how insanely talented these guys are on ice i went to that which is really cool i went to the flyers one yeah the way they have it with the tournament style is pretty good except when we were there waiting for like during the game like after the first game, there was a whole bunch of people that left, and there was still another game after we left. Yeah, did you ever find like out what that that game delay left? was about? No, there was a game delay for the I second one. Or could have just been my stupid. No, ESPN it's app. it's a it's a fun experience. When I was a little kid, um, I went to something similar, like a because what they do before the All Star game for like two days too is they do like um a fan fair for the uh hockey for hockey yeah. yeah and so you get to like see yeah. them do their skill tests they get to like touch the stanley cup they get to like play the games themselves and when i was little i don't remember it a lot i have a terrible picture of me somewhere i'll have to see i think i showed it to you and now i can't find it but it's um when i went i got to meet my f- i went to that fan thing for mm-hmm. the flyers and i got to meet my favorite flyer at when i was younger for my younger team which was eric desjardins oh yeah oh he is my favorite and he i just loved him i loved watching him play and so i think for people that like are came into town for this or already live here like that got to see their favorite players got to meet them like that was yeah. really cool and that's what we really tried to capture i think when we were interviewing people yeah you it's know? super fun and i i wish i i wish we had like i don't know gone earlier or something i don't know not even really but they made the they oh, I rec- even have gone earlier no i, I was, like, so tired. there's no way we would have made it but yeah. this we don't do mornings very well oh, no so that's why it's like super late at night and we're doing this <laughs> uh so they recreated the stan makita coffee shop from oh, the that movie was wayne's cool. world that was so cool yeah i really wish i we could have gone i could have gotten a coffee mug because they had made the mugs with his face on it and they were serving uh, donuts and free coffee but that was only for the people who paid to go into the fanfare but you know it's 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 all right I'm gonna survive without a Stan Makita coffee cup. I mean we we like I did, a, we did like one. a snap story of it or an <laughs> yeah. Instagram story of it so at least there was that you know yeah but we took he's... pictures with our favorite pucks yeah um and your you got your Blackhawks I got my yeah. my flyer so that yeah. was pretty cool yeah and like we're talking about how the NBA all-star games and the NHL games are are pretty fun I think yeah. As opposed to the other game that maybe people watched was the NFL Pro Bowl. Did anybody even watch that? Who I, even gives a f- rat's ass well, about that? I mean, I don't know. It's you, more fun to go in person, right? Like if you wanted to see, you know, one of the like the greatest players that plays in a different division yeah. and they don't come to your town, and you don't get to see them in that respect yeah but like on tv that's that's, that's i've so never dumb. really been that excited about the pro bowl i mean to be honest with you no. i mean i like to watch it when i mean obviously eagles players are in it you know this year 
Um, it was kind of boring. I think what the AFC won. Mm-hmm. Also, they don't make as much money. I don't know if that matters, but like for how yeah. much they put into it, I still think it's a great cred to have. You know, it's just like you made the. You know, it's not it's not taken that seriously though. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think- that would be dumb if people didn't play in that game, especially because your season's over. Unless you're the two teams in the Super Bowl, I understand you not wanting to play in the Pro Bowl because you don't want to get injured, but. For everybody else, why wouldn't you just like go play and have fun and like not? Why was there players that people that didn't? Oh, yeah. I read some statistic that said in over the last two years, 80 players have rejected the opportunity to play. Why is that? Well, I think it's several reasons. It's the end of the season. They're tired. Two, they get paid less than they do for regular season games. If uh, And winning and losing is, of course, different. Uh, pay scale it's like half the price but I I don't know I just don't think fans care as much about this they moved it from Hawaii to Orlando to try to attract more people I hate going to Orlando gross I don't think that made a difference and I don't know that's probably why Kirk Cousins was like a top leader (laughs) yesterday because it's fucking Kirk Cousins I was even surprised like he's a good quarterback but I was surprised he was a pro bowl quarterback and so, yeah, I guess and they just don't play as hard. I know they don't play as hard in the NBA All-Star game and all that and the hockey, too, like I just said. But at this point, when the season's over, I mean, you could play like a little hard, like, you know, just, you yeah. know, like like knocking around, just having fun. So is mess it, with guys. Is you it know? like a, is it 100 percent a thing that the teams in the Super Bowl never play in the Pro Bowl? No, Players? I, some, some choose to. Yeah, but I wouldn't. Like, yeah, I don't think well, I think they, Tom Brady was chosen and he isn't. I don't think he played. No, Tom Brady did not. Right. Yeah. Like they don't know. Like, why would you do that? Like, you know, yeah, that's, if, nah, if you yeah, were Matt Ryan true. and yeah. you have a, a, this. No, you don't risk getting injured. Yeah. Or well, screwing especially if you're up. Matt Ryan, because you've never even won a Super Bowl yet. So, right. I mean, not that Tom Brady's like, oh, well, I won 50,000. Sure, so I'm sure. just going to go fucking play in the Pro Bowl. But like. But I mean, yeah, your head is in a different game right now. It's not yeah. in the Pro Bowl. That makes sense. I, I think wouldn't. I read that NBC was like the the viewership was good, though. I think oh. I think it was. Uh, I don't think it was down at all this year. So that's good. Because, I mean, people still love football and there's so little of it left, yeah. you know. I mean, if you're a football fan, you just watch all the fucking football that you can, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, I mean, if like we weren't at dinner, we would have probably watched it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like we would have put it I on. I looked at but... highlights of it, but yeah, it's not like the most important game in the world, you no. know? No. Um, and speaking of, I know. It's I stopped so... giving a shit about football after the regular season. I know. <laughs> after you lost fantasy and the Eagles well, and the Bears. Well, I mean, the I playoffs just have been fun. What? Watching the playoffs has been really fun. Oh, no. Though. No, the playoff. I mean, except for the last playoff, which we yeah. talked about in our last podcast. Yeah. That was Those were both blowouts. But other than when Atlanta blew out Green Bay and then boring Pittsburgh played. I just always I don't care. I think Pittsburgh is so fucking boring, um, even though they have the most dynamic players on their team. And I had, did have Le'Veon Bell uh, on my fantasy team two years ago. And I lost him this year but i helped manage our producer brooks oh, yeah. team and she's like should i so pro- producer brooke this is a typical girl playing fantasy football she's like this Le'Veon bell is suspended should i drop him i was like fuck no mm-hmm. do not drop and pick up d'angelo williams right now because d'angelo williams is always his backup and he's amazing i'm like see it's so funny because pittsburgh has the best I-, I would argue that he's the best running back in in the last two years and he even doesn't even play like five games per season. And, you know, there's wow. only like, what, 16 games in a season or something like yeah. that. Um, and so to even be suspended for the first five games of and still of, of 2015 and 2016 seasons and still be the best. But I still think Pittsburgh overall as a team is just boring. I, I mean, I but I love Le'Veon Bell, obviously, because of fantasy value. And, and I just like what I like to watch a good running back and I just also find it intriguing that he's been suspended two years in a row and still fucking kicks ass but yeah. other than that my my favorite game of the playoffs was definitely the Dallas Green Bay game oh yeah I was at a wedding I was at the airport and I had to watch that last minute before I left the airport I had my bag and I was like I gotta watch the end of this game I missed the father's speech at a wedding because <laughs> it was there was like there was they were walking you know like it was one of those things where they were walking down the stairs in this outside like courtyard but then there was this like inside-y outside-y bar that had a one tv that was small and i'm like 
I'm like, oh my God, it's like 31 31, uh, the game mm-hmm. between Green Bay and Dallas. And he starts talking, and I'm like, well, you know, it's, it's the, I'm here for the bride and it's the groom's father. And I don't really know the groom that well. So <laughs> fuck it. it. And I just watched the game because it was that good of a game though. It was. I missed a father speech for any, I don't even care because you know what? Yeah. I don't even know what he said, but you'll always remember that game, but you'll never remember the probably I mean, not do you so remember the father speech anyway from other people's weddings? Like not really. No. Unless you have some sort of investment in the family or something. Yeah. You know, but no offense times are not memorable. to this family. They're wonderful. But like, I didn't. And then I saw him later and he was like introducing himself to me. I was like, great speech. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. I know. Well, uh, I, mean, I would have done the same thing. People seem to like it. You know, he he like he made everyone laugh and stuff. But, you know, all that shit's like I've been to so many goddamn weddings. It's like, whatever. It doesn't even matter anymore. I mean, even my own. <laughs> it's like, who cares? Well, I think the game, that game, the Dallas Green Bay game was probably going to it is going to be the highlight of this playoff season. I don't think this game on on Sunday is going to be nearly as exciting or nail biting. I think it'll be good, but I don't know that it'll be that good. Well, you know, one of the reasons why just one more quick thing about that playoff game between Green Bay and Dallas that was so good for me. Mm hmm. And also probably why I had a little bit more stake in the game is because I fucking hate Dallas. (laughs) I hate the Cowboys. And, you know, this was their first year without Romo. Mm -hmm. And they were such a good team this year. So, like, it just it just made it that much better when they lost because I just really didn't want Dallas to be in the Super Bowl because I don't know. I guess it would make make it more interesting for me to have somebody to root against. But Mm -hmm. I just I just can't stand Jerry Jones, I can't. I mean, I'm an Eagles fan. Come on, I don't have to explain myself. No, we know. Yeah, so I was so happy when they got beat. Like it made me so happy. Oh, when they scan to Jerry Jones's face when that happens, <laughs> that's my favorite. That's like my favorite day. Yeah, uh, uh, it's my favorite time. Um, I was a little torn because I and by nature, I, but I can't root for the for Green Bay because they're oh, our division that's rival. True, that's true. And that to me was, but I also am not really a fan of the Cowboys, so I, I didn't really care. It was just a good Aaron game. Aaron Rodgers, like also just like. What he did in the end when he just like show, I mean, that's why he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now, because that's just like what you want to see. Like you want to see the quarterback that, you know, it's a celebrated quarterback. He's won a Super Bowl that he's supposed to show up and then he does in clutch moments. And that's the best football games you can ever watch. I mean, it's just a good game. So at the end of the day, it, it, it takes away like who cares who really wins. I mean, in that game, I really did care who won, but like. Or who didn't win, I should say. But it goes. I and I'll even say that about the Clemson game. Like that's why I love my team, and I paid a billion dollars to go to Tampa because my quarterback Deshaun Watson is the kind of guy that wins a game in us with a second left when all when the stakes are the highest they'll ever be. Yeah. And then that's why he's also going to fucking go to a team, you know, get mm-hmm. drafted to a good in a good position. Hopefully, he's he does well in the NFL. But yeah, that'll that'll remain to be seen. We'll but, see. Yeah. I'm. Very excited for the Super Bowl. The thing that I'm most excited about. I'm pretty excited. And looking forward to is Lady Gaga's halftime show. (laughs) I love her. Yeah. I love her as a performer. And I do. I mean, I do like her music. It's good. I don't love her as much as I love Britney Spears. But she is going to crush it. I follow her on Instagram and Snapchat and she has been rehearsing and she's so excited and she's like, I can't wait to do this. Well, like she's, she's so, like all in it. And I love that. She's so gimmicky that. too. Yeah. So like, it's going to be great. It's going to like, it's, it's very well. Has she ever done a Super Bowl halftime? No. She's very well suited for that. Like when they had fucking the guy from Coldplay last year, I yeah, was like, was what Beyonce Coldplay and Bruno Mars. When they had the guy from, or even when they announced they had him, his name's Chris, Martin oh yeah I was like just purely because he's like boring and his songs are kind of like whiny and like crybaby (laughs) I'm like how is he gonna put on a good halftime show like you need somebody gimmicky yeah like a Lady Gaga is so fucking perfect for the halftime show like Katy Perry when Katy Perry did it she was great because she did all that she rode like a giant tiger or something i love beyonce and... two years oh, ago yeah. beyonce two crushed years it. ago but i mean i'm a big bay fan yeah me too yeah she i mean we both are but i just don't th- i haven't read anything 
and I haven't seen anything if Lady Gaga is going to have any surprise guests. And we're maybe you and I were talking about this or Brooke, uh, producer it. Brooke, we were thinking she might bring Tony Bennett because he <gasps> she has a whole duet I album. I love Tony Bennett. That would just be like, oh my God. But oh, I haven't I, read any rumors. I love him so much. So. I have loved him. You know what? I love him just because he's so like frank you know he's just like from a different time yeah well i just love all that music when i got married actually it was really important to me to have tony bennett not i mean like it would have been really fucking cool if he like wanted to come to my wedding but (laughs) um but like his music at my wedding uh, like because from rags to riches and just like all the all his old songs like it's just so like old-timey and like classic and wonderful so that would be like that would be the coolest thing ever yeah he's super old though like i I don't know but so what i mean yeah i'm super that would make my day i would love to see that yeah i'm uh i'm working an event so i'll be watching and working but you're gonna go over to our friend's house and watch right yeah i'm very non-committal about where i'm going for super bowl because i like to like see where all the parties are and then i just like to hop around a little bit yeah um but I think I'm going to go to our one friend's house, yeah, and watch yeah. the game. And he's a, a Falcons fan, so it's always cool to watch the game with somebody who cares about who, like, really, it, like, I mean, if it was the Eagles, I might not even go to a party. Like, I might just stay home. Yeah, and I'd be just, pretty stressed out if the Bears were in the Super Bowl. Yeah, so, I mean, but it's cool. But I guess the point is, like, it's cool. He's, like, kind of an Atlanta fan, though. He's, yeah. like, a little fair weather. He's from Atlanta, but... Um, I think it's still fun because if they win, like he'll be excited. Yeah, and that makes it more. I mean, I would be happy if they. I actually because I don't really. This is probably the first Super Bowl that I can remember in a long time where I really don't. I would really be happy for either team because I voiced this last last podcast, the last podcast. But I think Tom Brady is the best quarterback maybe ever so for him to just shit all over fucking roger goodell and just win a super bowl would be great i also but i don't like bill belichick though i just don't like him because i i I don't like him because i think he i I don't i don't not like him i just think he like there's certain things about him that i don't like first of all he wears sweatpants to games and i'm very anti-sweatpants oh but that's what i love about him that he always looks ridiculous in his matching sweatpants but back in the day coaches used to wear suits i know because they respected the game in a way that they don't respect it now and I think Bill Belichick is the antithesis of a guy that comes to a game in a suit he might have like his sweatpants might even be dirty half the time and I just think he looks disheveled and I don't think he yeah but sweatpants have won him how many Super Bowl yeah I mean it's not about winning or losing I just think equals Super Bowl rings in Bill Belichick's Rachel you know how much I fucking hate sweatpants like I I don't I don't own them I do not own sweatpants I, I maybe it's really my problem with sweatpants and not maybe it's so not much really Bill, Bill Belichick <laughs> but like I don't like the sweatpants situation I just think he's disheveled looking but I also do I do like Tom Brady the Patriot I just think he's great to watch I love how he like turns receivers that you don't even know their name into fucking receivers he'll throw it like he'll throw it like his fucking like fourth string wide receiver and yeah, then they just crush it I mean it. his fullback like whatever that's what's so great about but him but that's all Bill Belichick though that's his mm. training and how he coaches. It's not just him, though. It's all about not the every pants. quarterback can do that. Not every quarterback can no. do what Tom Brady does. And no, they're that's why they're a great team. Yeah, and but but I also think it would be cool to watch Atlanta win because they've never won a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and I need every team that's never won a Super Bowl to win a Super Bowl because that just means the Eagles can win a Super Bowl. <laughs> it just gives me some weird level of hope, even though it has fucking nothing to do with it. Everything yeah. I ever say or do comes always comes back to the Philadelphia Eagles. That's you true. That? Well, like it's like once they, once if Atlanta wins, that's like one less team that doesn't have a Super Bowl. That means it's like by karmic process, you're meant to be <laughs> next in line. Process. I don't know what I was trying to go for there, but like by like karmic law means like okay, one less team on the list. That means you get bumped. What did up. you What did you say earlier? We want to show you the. Oh yeah, I, I said <laughs> when we were doing the NHL thing. I don't know, just because we're both yeah, we're, we're I both said, a little like silly right now we're here to show you about it (laughs) we're here to show you about it that's not a thing I was trying to put together two sentences of like we're here to show you and then I was we're here to tell you about it and I put them together like a goob oh I I think (laughs) terrible I I had to delete it out of the video I have a thing I printed out for us that that I want to show you about that we want to show you about so (laughs) one of the funny things I was thinking about we were both thinking about was where we you and I talked about yesterday was um 
okay here's the real story we thought it would be so fun to do a skit and i think we should do one next year because we just didn't have enough time to come up with it about like the top 10 things girls who don't know a lot about football should do when they go to a super bowl party right to like impress the host and impress people to like be impressive and i just thought about all these like wonderful skits in my head but like and we're, we're basically it's like the girls go frank the tank and that one scene in old school where he blacks out and he's like he wins the whole contest you right, know? right but we didn't have enough time to film it so at the very least i tried to see like what was on the internet for like you know girl tips girl etiquette girl things for super bowl and what'd you and find? actually what i want what i th- want to talk about is the fucking stupidest shit that they have on the internet it's like real so molly manners kind of stuff <laughs> like if girls do the stuff that's on the internet this is why we should have done something i know but i think we should help. at the very least read it and then make fun of it let's do it so I, I printed out part of it for you and we can just like go back and forth <laughs> so okay it. here are the top six i think it's six or seven tips for what girl for what the internet says girls should do at a super bowl party but keep in mind that we are making to make fun of it yeah and offer some better advice. Maybe. I gave you number one. I don't oh, okay, even, I don't know one. What, I don't know what yours are, so it that says, way it's more exciting for me. Reverse roles before the game. Now, that would be fun if it was like... All right, we'll just read it you know, because I don't know what that else. means. Okay, reverse roles before the game. The guys get to perform a pregame cheer and girls have to devise a play and act it out to launch the game day festivities. A play? Uh, like a like play action. Oh. Set up a mini football game, boys against girls, and see who wins. Okay, first of all, they stole that from Friends because on the ad- episode of Friends, they do that where the girls and the guys, they played football at halftime and they won yeah, that stupid that. troll trophy. And two, if this, I was going to this party, I would slip my wrists because <laughs> if somebody was like welcome to my house you have to perform a play like you have to come up with play action with a bunch of other women who don't know anything about sports well let's no. keep in mind no. let's keep in mind that like Dumb. i got like we you're a guest yeah so how are you even like how are you even making this happen you're this is like i printed out no okay maybe i printed out something wrong but i printed out what you're supposed to do is a female guest when you don't know a lot about sports. And mm-hmm. I'm certain that the last thing you should ever do is suggest that you do a fucking play action like and cheers. Stupid. OK. No. All right. Moving on. What's that one's what are dumb. yours? All right. I, number two. Oh, God. This is so fucking gay. Make an ice cube interception. If you're feeling playful and flirty. This can be a fun way to get his attention. Toss a cube his way with a wink and a wave. This is much better than shooting long disapproving stares at him, which could end up creating conflict later. <laughs> what is this? this Shannon, is- if you ever threw an ice cube at a guy, they would be like, why did you just throw an ice but cube But why at would me? you throw an ice cube as an alternative to a disapproving stare? What are you disapproving of? I don't understand this. That makes sense. Um... I I don't. And why wouldn't you just be like, "Hi, I'm Shannon," or "Hi, I'm Rachel." We're here at this party together. I How can, do you know the host? That's a lot easier. I can guarantee you, the last way I would ever come up with on my own to flirt with a guy is to throw an ice cube at his face. I know. I mean, I think that's somewhat aggressive. It's it's weird, and it's just not a good like icebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> or is it? All right, you go to the, your next one. Oh my god. These are so stupid. This one is have a battle of the genders. I thought we already went through this. Start a football poll for the girls. Have each woman take exactly the opposite position of one of the guys and at the end of the day see who really knows more about football. Okay. That's never gonna there's no, that's Wait, th- the women are always going to lose. Okay, number one. Just based on like history. But number one, this is supposed to be stuff you're supposed to do when you go to a party and you are trying to be cool and impressive. Well, yeah, because again, you can, why like, it, are you trying like to take over? Interaction. Why by number three um, are we trying to take over the party again? I don't so know. So first, we're supposed to start that weird like touch football play action skit. <laughs> then we're supposed to throw an ice cube at a guy we think is hot. Now we're supposed to start a trivia game. Or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I don't first of all, I feel like the, at this point, the co- the host is just going to kick us out of the party. Yeah. Right? Because um, first, we're taking over the party and trying to do like super gay things. Okay. So number four. What's four? Number four, give MVP awards. 
Keep an eye on the MVP party goers. Keep secret voting ballots for the girls to pick worst joke, worst behavior, and best behaved. All right. I already want to kill myself for Googling this. I know. This is so I, stupid. I don't want to go to this party. No. I don't want to be this girl who reads this and thinks this is good fucking advice. Right. That's the whole point. No, the We're part, telling you guys this is this bad advice. This isn't even the party. This is a person who is going to someone else's party. Right. Trying right? to institute what- these weird things. Oh, my God. I have to read my last one, though. Yeah. I don't know what the it other, is. The next one I have is about kids cleaning up. Okay. First of all, <laughs> if the, if I'm going to a okay, Super Bowl party where there's kids, again, I'm in the wrong place. I, also, I feel like... Yeah, I feel like this is for somebody. Who do you think this is even tailored towards these weird directions? Um, these... Somebody from 1960. What is OK? What does your say about kids? <laughs> it says just have the kids clean up the whole time. Walk around with trash bags and then they can get money. You can pay them. Uh, is... What are they? What is this? A sweatshop? Right. I mean, no, you're going to pay children to clean up after you like that's I don't know how this is helping women pick up guys at a party. It's like I it's think totally my, gone off the Well, the first of all, my one was meant for that. And it's the I, and it's like off. I, I don't know who wrote this, by the way. Somebody who doesn't go to parties. All right. What's I want to read this. One? I didn't read this yet, um, but I like the title because I think it's going to be so stupid. The, ver- the last and final one is enforce toilet penalties and seat fouls. Wow. Every time the boys leave the seat up, the girls get to get a reprieve from the football talk. Feel free to bring up any non-Super Bowl related topics <laughs> for a few minutes without being shushed! Exclamation point. This may work, but if the boys are a little too rowdy, you might get kicked out for saying something about your favorite soap opera. <laughs> because people still watch soap operas. Oh my god, this so is relevant. the dumbest thing this ever. Is so bad. That is so funny. So that's what you're supposed to do based on it's Wikipedia how Wiki mm-hmm. how Wiki how top seven tips for a, a lady going to a Super Bowl party. Some of the worst advice I think I've ever read. Ew. I like don't want to ever hang out with a girl that does any of this shit. No. First of all, if a guy le- leaves a seat up at a at a Super Bowl party. You're allowed to talk about non-Super Bowl talk without being shushed? Who says? Like, how do you even... Okay, my question is, how do you introduce the concept of this to people at the party? And then then not tell you to go kill yourself. Right. That's like that terrible host of a party who's like, okay, now that everybody's here, here's what we're going to do. Here's the rules. One, if you go to the bathroom and leave the toilet seat up, we get to talk about soap operas. And then you're like, we met. Get me out of here. I know who does this. I know which girl does this. You and I recently met a girl who is in theater. Oh, yeah. She's a theater actress. So I guess the, oh, yeah. I remember every time she would say something, we were like, please kill yourself. Yeah. Like, just leave me just alone. Stop talking. So I feel like um, a theater actress is the one that's l- looking at this being like, this is this is like really swell advice. I'm going to go to a party swell. and do all of these things. <laughs> right. Like something out of 1960. Yeah. All right. What would be your one piece of advice for women? going to a Super Bowl party who maybe don't really know that much about sports. Okay, I would say anytime anybody brings up Tom Brady, which they will, know five things about Tom Brady. So, and it doesn't always have to be football related, but you can say Tom Brady, you can uh, maybe, uh, this is Tom Brady's seventh Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tom Brady has won, what, four Super Bowls? So this would be his fifth Super Bowl, yeah, He's won four Super Bowls. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, I'll double check. Just for the women listening. Yeah. Uh, that that's the first two. Number three, Tom Brady is arguably the best quarterback of all time. But you got to give them some a reason why, because some guy's gonna be like, "No, he's not." What about Joe Montana? Because. Yeah, well, because of his stats. You know his stats now. No, his stats there are the reason. That you don't need to know anything else other than his stats. So say the first two, and then you could say the third, which is the third point, which is Tom Brady is arguably the best quarterback of all time. And if anyone disagrees with you, say, but look, but his but his stats um, are what make him the best quarterback of all time. Um, he's been in, what, seven Super Bowls, and yep, he has four won rings. four. Yep. Yeah, so I'm right on that. See, I knew what I'm talking about. And he's about. been, here's another fun fact, Super Bowl MVP three times. He's And he's been the Super Bowl MVP three times. So mm-hmm. 
those three statistics right there make him arguably the best Super Bowl of all time. But if somebody argues with you on it, look, so say there's a guy you like and he hates Tom Brady, <laughs> then just not, don't commit to the fact that you think that. Just say like, oh, I mean, I just think the stats speak, speak for themselves. But, you know, I'm not really like committed to Tom Brady is mm-hmm. like my favorite quarterback. So you could always like counter right. with that. And then and, a fourth point is um, he was the Stetson man. Duh. Mm-hmm. And fifth point is he's married to Giselle and she's the fucking hottest, hottest hottie of all time. Like yeah. we all remember the got milk commercials that she did and that body is like killer. So he's just a great all around guy. And those are five things that you can talk about with Tom Brady. Right. So that's my advice. And one more bonus point. He also missed the first four games of the season and is now playing in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's so, about that. There you go. He yeah. missed four games of the season and it's their team because it's a team effort and he's a team player. Mate helped make it to the Super Bowl. I just think like if you don't know a lot about football, because Tom Brady is playing in the Super Bowl, he's always a good person to have an opinion on or at least some information on because people tend to love or hate him. I think from from my standpoint, I don't I'm of maybe rare in the way that I'm in between. I'm but I think I'm an anomaly because I do think people have very strong opinions on him and they either love Tom Brady or they hate Tom Brady. So he's somebody that you can have some knowledge about and you Mm -hmm. can talk about him because he's sort of a notorious in that way. He's a notorious quarterback because of deflate gate because of the whole, you know, just having so many championships. I don't know. People, people love to hate him, but when people love him, they really love him. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of go either way with how you, want to talk about him just knowing things about him in general can help you have that conversation and Mm -hmm. it just it's like it's like being a politician it's like your your knowledge level should be inch wide mile deep i mean no no i'm sorry fuck it i said it wrong i fucking said it wrong mile wide inch deep yeah know a little bit about a couple of the things and you're good yeah i think my advice would be just know the basics of what's happening in this game it's called the super bowl Okay, well, if you're, if you're... I mean, let's just like... I mean, it's listen, Super if you don't even know that, you're retarded, okay? <laughs> I mean, come on. Okay, the two teams, you should know... Give them something more. They're the New England Patriots, <laughs> okay? You know where they're from. Don't, like, not know. Atlanta Falcons. Hey, I'm telling you, I have had conversations with people who are like, where do they... What city do they live in? You know, what city do they play in? Know well, okay, the basics. That, I mean, New and England then, isn't a city, so, I mean, that's... Right. Yeah, it's a territory of... Of the region of the of country the region. in which we live. So, no, it's Massachusetts. Right. Yeah. Um, and Atlanta Falcons. And then my other piece of advice would be literally just Google, like, top facts about this Super Bowl. And just memorize two or three, whatever you find on the internet from Sports Illustrated. Just have a little little bit of information to add to the conversation. But don't overextend yourself. If you don't understand something that you read... Don't memorize it and speak it out of context because then you're going to look like an idiot. Because, well, and we already think you're retarded anyway if this is, if you don't know what is, it's a Super Bowl. I mean, you don't want to like start spewing stats and not have any clue what you're talking about because then you're going to be up Schitt's Creek. So stick to what you know, keep it simple, know the basics. And if you don't have anything to say about the sports or either team, don't say anything at all. Just smile. Just smile. And be yourself. And you know what? Ask the guy about his... Just start asking the guy you're interested in questions. But don't say... If you don't have a team, don't give a and team. And if you're but not just interested in any guy, team? leave and go somewhere cooler. Right. So that's my advice. Yeah, just <laughs> ask him, like, who's your favorite team? Did you? How did you choose that team? Like, did you play the sport? Just start asking them questions. Deflect. Yeah. And then you'll be fine. And you know what? Some guys don't want to date girls who know a lot about Deflect sports gate. anyway. Be def- it's called deflect gate instead yeah. of deflate gate. But also, don't start talking about soap operas. Just come on. We have to That's think our people. Bad. We have to think the audience is smarter than, than this. Bad. Come on. I, if all else fails, also just bring a dish and talk bit. about the great food you brought. And be First like, you know, all, I made this buffalo chicken dip. Did you like it? Did you try it? Picks in a blanket, I think, are always a hit. Can I make a point, too, that if you actually watch soap operas, Maybe it's because you don't have to work because maybe you're already married and you're not trying to pick up a guy at the Super Bowl party anyway. Right. So that's a possibility. The other thing is, if all else fails, 
throw an ice cube at the face of the guy that you like and see what happens. Yeah. Report back, tweet us, and let us know. Instead of giving him a disapproving stare. Yeah. Because, oh my God, I can't believe this shit. Actually, I think this ice cube thing is good advice. If you get yourself in a jam where you don't know what you're talking about anymore, take an ice cube out of your glass <laughs> and just throw it at him or and no, tell him to shut up. Take and it out of it, your mouth. There you go. No, if you don't know what you're talking about anymore, why would you tell him to shut up? Well, just you should be, shut up. Well, yeah, just take the ice cube and throw it and just be like, you're mean or something. And then you, the conversation ends and you're out of your jam. I, I don't know Is if people really should be following advice? our advice. <laughs> but you know so, what? I, I yeah, know they should know follow it, it more than the Wikipedia advice. Oh God, that's yeah. for sure. Um because I know it's it is embarrassing sometimes when you get stats wrong. And like right. I do it. I I guess my like baller story. Oh yeah. Could baller be. story time. So I was in Scottsdale, Arizona last week and I ended up um being immersed uh, not on purpose in the lobby of the Marriott where they were having the San Francisco Giants fantasy football camp, which is actually really cool. It was like this thing where guys that are obsessed with the Giants like pay all this money and they get to go and they play baseball for a week and they get drafted and the coaches are the ones that draft and it's like Rich Arulio and somebody Youngblood and (laughs) Vita Blue and whatever. I'm not a Giants fan, but like I know some of these people are. And uh, but it's like legit. It's like real coaches. They get to really go in locker rooms. They get to wear real jerseys. It's really neat. And um, so I um, so my friend was there and I saw a picture right before I because I happened to be in Scottsdale anyway mm-hmm. um, for work. And I like was like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, you know, I love baseball and like I'll come over and I'll hang out. So he takes this picture and post it on Instagram, like, right before I go there. And, like, a dumbass girl, I, you know, I mm-hmm. could have used, like, a how-to, um, have this, how, how to know that Cy Young is, was dead 100 years ago. Um, <laughs> I, he, he, it was Vita Blue, and he hash and the guy looked, like, kind of old, like, maybe, like, 65 or 70, and he hashtagged, like, fucking Vita Blue, hashtag Cy Young. Mm-hmm. And it's because, I guess, he's, like, a Cy Young award winner, but I thought it was sense. Cy Young. <laughs> And I, well, first of all, I, to be fair, I thought Cy Young was already dead because I was in a weird play when I was like 11 and I was like, do, the play was about baseball and it was about all these baseball legends like Cy Young and Shoeless Joe Jackson what and Babe Ruth. What play is this? I missed out. It is the only play, Rachel, that I ever played the lead and I sang a solo. <laughs> I okay? want to see video of this. Is there a video of this? It's a terrible play about where I talk about... Baseball. Is this made up? Is this something you made up in your living room? No, channel? it was a real play. I was in. It was called West Effort Little Theater, and I was in it for years. And I never got a good role in any of the shit, like Cinderella and Peter Pan. And then finally, I got cast as the lead, and it made my, it changed my life. It was like my beginning of my um, entertainment career, and it was the worst play of all time. That was like it's like finally getting your your big break and being in like a really bad movie, mm. kind of a thing. But anyway, my point, that's not my point. My point is, is that I sang a song about Cy Young and I should have known he was dead a billion years ago. But then another girl I was with, I said, look, this is where I'm going. And I said, I don't think this is Cy Young. And she goes, no, no, that is Cy Young. Cy Young's like in his 80s. And I shouldn't have listened to another female who didn't know what she was talking about. Because when I went there, I was talking to my friend and all his baseball buddies. I was like, oh, I saw your picture with Cy Young. And they all just stared at me. And then (laughs) he pulled me aside and was like, laughed his ass off because he's like Cy Young died like a hundred years ago right and I was like I knew it I shouldn't listen to this dumb girl and I also learned this in the fucking stupid play I was in um and I just made an announcement to a group of men so this is like definitely not validating that I should be giving anybody advice on what to do at a party to impress people and right. then I looked stupid because I was like, psych, I knew that. I, my, this girl told me it was him and I knew he was dead. And then I met Vita Blue, which was the baller part of the story because okay. he's an important person. And everyone told him that I thought he was Cy Young. And he gave me a hug and said I was cute. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All else fails just fall back on being cute, you know. But that's really the baller part of the story it was is. that I met him. And I just felt like it fit nice. with kind of what we were just talking about. Yeah. You know, I, get, I got to meet him and then everybody told him I thought he was Cy Young. And he was honored that I thought that because Cy Young was a great baseball player. And he won the Cy Young Award. Mm-hmm. But he's also the like, guy you met black. Do I? Yeah. OK. And he's like, do I look like I'm? <laughs> 
yes i'm not i'm not that stupid but i was also like you're i'm sorry you don't look like you're 180 years old like right i don't know when Cy Young really died but i know oh i just looked it up 1955 okay so it hasn't been 100 years no like 75 or yeah, 60 i'm bad yeah. at math 70 years whatever i wouldn't have known that if if someone was like years. is cy young still alive like i would not but have I, known, but the like, thing is i did know that and i didn't head. trust my own judgment because i just like yeah. some girl told me and then i had to be a dumbass and make it have a vodka soda and make an announcement to a group of men that are all there because they're obviously Giants fans and they obviously know that Cy Young's not alive. So right. anyway. If only you had known about the ice cube advice, you could have just thrown an ice cube. I, what if I just him. threw an ice cube at Vita Blue or something? Right. Winning. Yeah. No, I think you played it off. So anyway, that's well. my story. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I got to meet him at least. So that was neat. Yeah. Uh, my baller story. We touched on it briefly at the beginning of the episode. I was in Africa, uh, South Africa, with my family on safari. I haven't even, we haven't even talked about it on here, but we had a great time. We went to Cape Town and then we did the safari part, you know, where you're literally in the middle of the savanna. And they warn you when you get there about the baboons, not the killer lions or elephants or rhinos, but they warn you about, this was the story I was supposed to tell, right? Yeah. I mean, if you want to. Yeah. So. I think it's a funny story. Oh, yeah. So they tell you like baboons they can break in your room make sure to lock your room they'll come in they'll desecrate and shit and like steal all your stuff and open your suitcase all right i'm gonna pretend like i haven't heard this story yet because (laughs) i i love the story so much so just tell it to me like you didn't tell it to me yesterday okay so i the whole time i am convinced so we don't see baboons for like the first two days right my brother and all of his friends and everyone else is freaking out about the baboons and they're like rachel it was in the middle of the night i could hear the baboons on our tent because we stayed in these like canvas like heavy duty tents they're like i heard them jumping around i'm like you guys there's no baboons here and And you didn't hear anything i didn't hear anything i had to take a sleeping pill i was out (laughs) i didn't hear i'm like oh i took a pill and i went to bed i didn't hear a thing i'm like it's the wind the baboons are nocturnal animals they're not running around in your tent you're losing it and they're like you know what rachel i think you're right i think it was just the wind it was just the wind da, da, da. so that happens then the last day we're there there was there's two baboon parts of the story so the there was a couple with us who had been engaged and they decided to get married they got married after the wedding ceremony we're sitting at the table talking and the guys who run the resort are telling us this story about how the last newlywed couple who was there baboons broke into their room destroyed the room broke this woman's makeup case like had makeup everywhere like shit pissed the whole thing and that story ends 20 minutes later I see the guys like running around the camp and like frantically calling I'm like something's going on they come back and they're like excuse me newlywed couple but the baboons broke into your room and took your shit and threw it everywhere. They took all kinds of stuff. You need to come oh with God. us. So then I was like, okay, well maybe the baboons are real. Now on the last day, I'm packing up my stuff in the room. My brother is taking a shit in the bathroom. <laughs> He's like, I got to take a poop before we go. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm going to go up. I got my bag. I opened the door. Son of a bitch. A fucking baboon runs onto the porch. Oh and God, I, I would freak the fuck out. I freaked out. I was like, <gasps> And I pull the door shut and I'm like, Jake, Jake, there's a baboon. There's a baboon. And he's like, what? Where? Where? Lock the door. Lock the door. And I'm like, I can't. The key is on the outside. The key is on the outside. He said, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. Why the fuck was the key on the outside? You just left it in there? Yeah, you'll just leave. No one's like going to break in except the baboons. So like, uh, you know. Yeah, the baboons. They don't know how to. Which I think is scarier than a person. That's. So I pull the door and I'm like, it's okay. I'm just going to, I'm going to hold the door shut. I won't let him in. I won't let him in. And he's like, okay, okay. And then I'm like, he moved, he moved. I'm like, where is it? Where is it? You know, like yelling at my brother who's literally taking a shit. And he's like, I don't know. I think I see it. It's on the roof. It's on the roof. I'm like, I'm calling Aubrey, who was like the like guy. And he's who ran talking to me from the bathroom. He's the whole talking time. to me from the other hut, like the other bathroom with the door closed. He's yelling at me across. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna call up. So I call. No one's answering, and I'm like, no one's answering. No one's answering. Where is everybody? I'm not going out there. He's like, it's still on the roof. It's still on the roof. And finally, I'm like, I'm gonna call again. I'm gonna call again. So I call, and I'm like, Aubrey, there's a baboon on. 
the roof. You have to come get us. And he's like, okay, Rachel, we'll be right down. We'll be right down. And like, I hang up and like, they're coming. They're coming. And, and I swear to God, that was the worst shit of my brother's life. I, <laughs> I like, he had to have not had a good time on the pot. Literally. Well, this, my favorite part about so this they story shoot him away. is that I have, now that your brother lives in San Diego, like I'll obviously <laughs> meet him at some point And I, cause I've never, I haven't met him yet. And my very first question to him is going to be, um, raise your hand if you've ever seen a baboon and then shit. <laughs> That's going to be. And he's the only person that I ever, that he, he's the only person I know that could raise his hand. I know. That has to raise his hand because he literally saw a baboon and then took a shit. Mm-hmm. Like he literally shit. Yep. He shit. He shit. He was no help to me. I had to do all the heavy lifting. And so I was like, once they came down to come like scare the baboon off, I was like, Jake, I'm leaving. They're down here. I'm not going up alone. They can come back. And he's like, don't leave me here. I'm like, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Uh, just As call us if you see it. sitting on the shitter. Yeah. yeah. I just abandoned Like him. trying, like by himself, like trying not to get like killed by a bamboo, ba- baboon. Yeah. Baboon. The girl- Why did I say baboon? Baboon. But I, it was like, then we all were leaving and they're like, so Rachel, do you think there's baboons here now? And I was like, (laughs) yeah, okay, there's baboons. Um, I survived like elephants charging at me and I was not going out of Africa with a a baboon attack. I got to tell you. But at that point you were like straight out of Africa. Literally. Like getting out of here. So oh my god, that's my a great story. I love story. that story. And I I'll love the fact you that your picture. brother was literally pooping while seeing baboons for the first time. I mean, <laughs> not a lot of people can say that. And it's a very embarrassing story for him, but great for us and all the people that listen to this podcast. That's what he gets for making me sit on the edge of the safari trail. He would sit in the middle because he was too scared. Well, basically, He's if you're our friend or you're our family member and you ever do anything that we think is funny, it's fair no game. matter how embarrassing it is to you... Um, you know, you shouldn't fucking do that around us because we right. have a podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. if you and wanna... I'm a comedian, too. So I also would tell jokes about it on stage, yeah. you know, and we talk about embarrassing stuff that you and I have done. It's not like we hold back. But that's on not those... my point. Exactly. My point is <laughs> my brother took a shit in Africa when he saw baboons yeah. and we got to talk about it. We and do. it's and it's funny. It's all happening yeah. here on the Playing With Balls podcast. So thank you guys for listening. Please go subscribe to us if you aren't already on iTunes we would love it if you would rate us a five star we love feedback feedback is a gift and share it share this with your friends and family and people who not all episodes you would share with your family but like some maybe like your cool older brother share it with him yeah and also um, check out our video that we're posting (laughs) this week um, of the highlights we did from the NHL all star team I mean game and it was the 100th anniversary of NHL too so that was a cool time to be there we met some really cool people and also follow us on all the social medias and that's all for now